Welcome to the Closing Culture Podcast. I am your host, Sean Slaughter, real estate agent and investor. This real estate podcast goes on top of the roof, behind the wall, and under the flow to show you how real estate really works. Welcome to the Closing Culture Podcast, real estate education for the everyday person. I'm your host, Sean Slaughter, real estate agent and investor. And on this podcast, we go on top of the roof, behind the wall, and under the floor to show you how real estate really works. Today, I want to talk about mistakes your real estate agent is making. That's right. Your real estate agent is making mistakes and you have no idea what these mistakes are. And why don't you have any idea what these mistakes are? Because you're not a real estate agent. You know, when you're in a real estate transaction, there are so many different pieces of that transaction that you literally are hoping by faith that this person knows what they're doing. And it's hard for you to tell the difference between a good realtor and a bad realtor, a good lender and a bad lender, good title company and settlement company versus a bad title settlement company. And so today I want to give you a couple of things to look out for when it comes to your realtor and really for you to understand, do I have a good realtor or is my realtor trash? Let's get into it. Number one, your realtor should not only understand the contract but they should also be able to explain to you how the contract works for you. I had a good mentor tell me that a good contract is a weapon and it will help you defeat the other side, right? Whether you're on the listing side or the purchase side. I remember looking at a contract where the realtor, um, not only did not understand how to write, not only did not understand the contract, but did not know how to properly write things inside of the contract for their client. Because here in Virginia, in the Hampton Roads area, realtors really have lawyer power. Up north, lawyers have to do all that contract editing, but realtors can do that down here. So your realtor needs to understand the contract and contract language. And so she was getting her client uh, 3% closing costs, okay? So what, she, and I can't really remember what she wrote, but she wrote something like, the seller will give my client 3% closing costs for whatever, blah, 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 taxes, prepaids, all this other stuff that we write in there, right? That's incorrect. Because when she wrote, the seller will give my client 3% closing costs, ideally what she's saying is the seller is going to give my client 3% of what are the closing costs are. So if the closing costs are $6,000, then your client is going to get whatever 3% of that is. So let's just say that, let's say 10% is 600, half of that is 300. So let's just say like 150 bucks, something like that, 175 bucks, whatever that is. What she meant to write was, the seller will give my client 3% of the purchase price towards closing costs. Ah, purchase price. 
because if the purchase price is $400,000, 3% of that is $12,000. See the difference? One buyer believes they're getting $12,000 to help pay for their closing costs. The other buyer believes the same thing, but they're only getting $150. You need to know that your realtor is competent in reading and understanding the contract, how it's going to work for you, and knowing how to write contractually, if the state does that. Additionally, your realtor should also understand what lenders do and what title and settlement companies do. How do they work? One of the things that we do as realtors is that we go to lenders workshops because I'm not a lender, but I should understand that process. The same thing as a title and settlement company. Again, I'm, I don't work for a title or settlement company. I'm a realtor, but I should understand that process so I can explain in a very general sense. Hey, look, when you submit your documents to the lender, here's the process. If your client has any other questions, then I would say go ask the lender. Same thing with title and settlement. But I can give you some general explanation on how it works typically. What my lender has told me how this thing works. That's very powerful information that you should know because it shows you that your real estate agent is educating themselves. They want to know about uh, different parts of the transaction other than just their part of the transaction. The, the key is the more informed and knowledgeable that your real estate agent is, the more informed and knowledgeable you are about what's happening. All right. Number three, not having a mentor or a coach. This is a big one. Every real estate agent should have a mentor or a coach. Typically, that's their broker, but sometimes the broker is so busy that a real estate agent has to look for a seasoned realtor that they could run things by. When I first started doing real estate a few years ago, I had a mentor and my broker actually required that you have a mentor for your first five transactions and the mentor actually got a piece of the money that you made. But it was well worth it. Because the education that I got, the questions that I asked my mentor within those first five transactions every single week, asking question after question after question, getting fantastic answers, literally jumpstarted me and gave me three, four, five years of education in like six months because I started really fast as a real estate agent. You may want to ask, you may want to ask your real estate agent, do you have a coach? Do you have a mentor? I don't care if they've been in for 15 years. Having a coach and a mentor means that your real estate agent is humble enough, not prideful, but humble enough to realize I don't know everything and I need to reach out to figure out other things. Number four, not keeping you up to date with the transaction. This right here burns my britches. You know what burns my butt? A fire about this high. Old dad joke my dad used to tell. Right. <laughs> I'll talk to clients and if they have a real estate agent or they have a lender, hey, what's going on with the transaction? Well, I'm not sure. They haven't informed you? No, they haven't told me anything. It's their job to inform you. It's our job to inform you along the way, every single thing that's going on. Sometimes I'll just text and call my clients and be like, well, 
Look, I have no news, which is good news. Everything's going smoothly. You have any questions? Because this shows that I'm putting my clients first. I know they're worried because they haven't heard from me. And if you haven't heard from your real estate agent and they're not keeping you up to date, that is a major red flag. As well as number five, not responding to your calls or texts within a reasonable time. Hey, yeah, I texted them like two days ago and they haven't gone back to me. And, you know, people are so, so forgiving. Had a client that had a um, a lender and I said, hey, what the lender say? Well, I called him like three days ago, but he hasn't responded. So he might just be busy. And he's making excuses for the lender. Just people just want to be good hearted. And they want to believe that the other person is not um, ignoring them or not or, you know, not making them a low priority. They just feel like they, they've gotten caught up. But the reality is. Unless there's a death in a family or a major car accident or or like cancer or something like that. Your a realtor's personal life. Should not interfere with their business life. All right. When you're at your job. You have to do your job. And if you get a call that says, you know, your son punched the teacher or maybe maybe not that extreme. But as life happens, you have to deal with it when you get off work. Same thing with the realtor. I have things that go on in my house and my wife and my kids and my family and blah, 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 blah. And I can't bring that. I can't allow that to not let me call back or text back a person. Doesn't work like that. I was in the movies the other day. And there was some craziness going down with a transaction. I had to step out and make that call because this was my job. I have times where I'm busy, times when I'm not busy. I'm happy for the times when I'm busy. So I stepped out to let my client know, hey, this is what it is, all right? To make them feel, um, to inform them so that they felt better about what was going on. But don't, your realtor should never tell you, yeah, I'm sorry, I was doing this, or I was doing it. It's, that's their problem. All right. They got to this business where you can be called by anybody at any time. That's their problem, not yours. Make sure your realtor is responding to your calls and texts. And lastly, fighting for what you want. Now, I say this very cautiously because sometimes y'all, y'all could be very, very unreasonable. I'm sorry. When it comes to repairs, you can be very unreasonable. When it comes to, yeah, the house is $300,000. Can we submit an offer for $250? Y'all could be very unreasonable. But your realtor should educate you, should talk to you and say, hey, look, this ask that you're requesting is not the best ask. This is not typically something that we do not in this market. They should educate you on why that's not a good ask. But there are many things that you are asking that they should fight for. And even watch this. If fighting for it means that you have to pull out of the transaction. See, if your realtor is more concerned about staying in that transaction and closing that transaction to get their uh, get their commission, then meeting your needs and, you, and your wants, then that means that they're fighting for themselves and their commission and not fighting for you. If you have this type of realtor, run, 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 run. All right. Not all realtors are built the same. So take that as a PSA. Hopefully, um, you're not in a transaction where you have this type of realtor. Uh, but if you do have a transaction that's coming up, you know, uh, keep these things in mind. And, uh, you know, if you know somebody coming to the Hampton Roads area, 
that is moving here or wants to sell and leave the Hampton Roads area, tell them to give Sean Slaughter a call. All right. They can find me all on my socials. Well, that is Closing Culture. I appreciate you guys. Be good to yourself and to someone else as well. 